Welcome back. God bless you guys. Welcome back to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph, and, and listen, man, last week we were in Revelation 17, and it, we talked about the actual mystery Babylon the Great. Now, there was a quite controversy around regarding this chapter. There's a lot of people that express this different views on this chapter, and I, I personally think that it, you know, this was relating to, in John's day, because Rome optimized all their positions and antagonism. That even makes sense. It, it, they, they, they created a church system. Rome created a church system. Okay. And they put a pope in there as a leader. And as sadly as that seems to you, you know, way before, you know, the concept of Babylon is, it's basically, you know, it's a sad situation because we can see the great city of Babylon back in the, back then. And it was an evil city and it was a bad city. It was full of abominations. It was full of fornication. It was full of so many bad things that happened before Christ and ultimately before Christ, it, you know, things were carried over and the church was started, not from the Catholics, but the, uh, a church was started and a church was basically uh, a religious system. And so this religious system was, we talked about last week. I believe the Catholic Church, a false religious system. Although a lot of Catholics are, they're good Catholics and they're, they're, there's, you know, there's good Christians, there's good Mormons, there's good Jehovah Witnesses, but, but the Jehovah Witnesses and the, and the, and the, and the, and the Mormons didn't really think that, you know, they would believe the stuff they believed in too when they first started getting into it. And so what I'm trying to say is, is there's a lot of, education that goes into the church history especially with Constantine when he became uh you know uh ruler he changed a lot of things and and it's amazing because a lot of people don't know the church history and so there was a lot of immorality and many many people don't understand what it talks about in Revelation 17, where it says, Then one of the seven angels who had had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters. Now, the, the many waters is the nations that the whore has control over. And it was basically the whore has control the, uh, that the church ruled over. And so the church was miltedly Molt, miltedly, like, like, you know, when you melt gold or you melt brass, if you take some gold and nickel and brass, you melt it together and you, you smolt it, so to speak, you have uh, the Catholic Church with different government, Roman control, religious views. And so we see in Revelation 17, the, uh, religious system where they have to do religious systems to to keep the good and try to be be good but it's all nothing but a uh 
facade. You know, it's not, it's just a system, a religious system that doesn't work because, you know, 90% of them don't even read their Bibles. And, 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 and the 10% don't speak up about it. And so here they have the Pope that represents their, 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 their leader who claims to take away the sins of people. And we can see the nasty nastiness of what's going on in the Catholic Church today. You can see what the abuse that they've caused, even, even the, the abuse that I, uh, I've endured even going into their church. But that's something different. And so we can see the abuse of the Catholic Church upon the nations, religiously, spiritually-wise, and physically. And we can compare it to Revelation chapter 17. Because you may get upset about this, but if you read the church history, the cardinals, the pope, the reds, they're dressed in red. The popes don't forgive our sins. We see the scarlet in the way they dress and the way they behave towards their congregants. So, Father, we come before you, Lord, in your name, Jesus. By your Holy Spirit, we ask that you lead this study in your name, Jesus. Amen. Listen, John was was in the Holy Spirit, and he's seen one of the seven angels. We talked about this last week. We talked about how it said the bowls, who had the angel had the seven bowls, and came and talked to me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot, who sits on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth committed fornications. And And the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Here we see, the, the back, basically, you, know, you go back to Daniel, we see the seven heads, the ten horns, and Daniel has these visions, and he sees the ten horns that ruled over the Roman Empire. And they, be, they became rulers with powers, and these are the people who are going to rule in the last days. And we see that out of the ten, of the, out of the ten horns, one of those came out of the horns, which was an 11 horn, and the 11 horn was the Antichrist, and it had control over the Roman Empire. The whole religion, religious system in the last days are, um, we see Babylon, mystery to Babylon. We see what's going on through that whole scenario. So, And basically, the, the, the Roman government wiped out a lot of Christians. They killed them. They did a lot of stuff in the name of Jesus. And all I'm saying is, you got ten kings here, ten horns. Revelation chapter 12, verse 3 says, the dragon with the seven heads. Revelation 13, verse 1 says, the beast with the seven heads, the ten horns. These are the ten crowns named blasphemy. They have their names of blasphemy on it. You can see the three and a half years, uh, how he's going to get the power in the end. The Roman Empire is the nations that Satan comes out of. And I'm sorry to say it, but the false church is the Antichrist system, which is now in control. However, we see how she was carried me away. Verse 3 says, from the spirit of the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads, ten horns, like we talked about in Daniel. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adored with gold and precious stones and, per- and, and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. 
And a Rafor name was written mysterious to Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. I saw a woman drunk with the blood of the saints and, and, and with the blood of the martyrs, Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. And, and But the angel said to me, why did you marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and the beast that carries her with the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that you saw was, was and is not and will ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. And to those who dwell on the earth will marvel whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life from the foundations of the world. When they saw the beast, when they, when they see the beast that was and is not and yet is. Okay, listen. Listen. Here we have a rotten system in place. And they, 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 no offense to you, but they go to a place where they put on ashes on their forehead. We have paganism uh, worship from the past. Yeah, it's paganism. And someone would say, oh, you can't say that. No, it's a free country. It's the United States of America. I can say what I want. Um, and it's an abusive system that one, you know, one would say, wow, I can't believe you're saying this. But it's really true. I mean, if you look it up, you'll see... Revelation 17 correlates with the rotten religious system of Babylon. And my system of belief, my, my belief, my, my, my belief in what this is, is simple. Okay? As a religious system, Babylon came into being long before Christianity. But in a satanic imitation, it, it anticipated the coming true Messiah. Listen. According to the religious history and legend, the Babylonian religion was founded by the wife of Nimrod, a great-grandson of Noah, named Samarmius. She was a high priest, priestess of idol worship, and she gave birth to a son who's, who she claimed was convinced, I mean conceived miraculously, and the son's name was, and you ready? Tammuz. That's the type of worship that they practice. Tammuz. That's why, uh, that's why Constantine later, when Constantine became, you know, the big bambino of Rome. Constantine became the big bambino of Rome and he seen, you know, he changed different stuff because they melted religion into into this belief system. It's very dangerous, actually. And they've never fixed it. It's, it's even more wickeder. And many ancient art, artifacts um, have come out with, way before Christ, uh, they remain with the familiar motif of the mother Samaritanus holding the savior infant Tammuz. Okay? And it did predict, it, it did uh, uh, basically you know, it was it was psycho. It was it was it was it was basically said that Tammuz was killed by a wild beast and then miraculously brought back to life. And ba Baal was the local Canaanite name for the Babylon Tammuz. So the Bible is very specific. It mentions, you know, classic religion Babylon. And so if you go to Ezekiel chapter eight, verse fourteen, it talks about how Ezekiel protests against the ceremony of, of weeping of Tammuz. Basically, this idol worship was the actual uh, beginning of the Catholic Church.
The woman, it pictures false religion that will dominate the world in a tribulation period. And see, many people like to identify this great harlot with the Roman Catholic Church. You see? But, it's, but false religion basically is what it is. It's not limited to any church. It's the Catholic Church could be also, it also could be the Mormon Church. It could also be your local church you're in now that you don't know about. But this verse and this chapter is specifically relating to the Pope Church. We see it. Anytime you mix political powers, I don't know any church that has a government and you mix Jesus with the government, politics, you open a can of sardine worms. And so we have a church that is clearly mixed God's word with the government. And the woman was arraigned. The woman is clothed with emblems of luxury purple, gold and precious stones, and government scarlet. Yet she offers idolatry and abominations and impurity and filthiness of her fornication in this sumptuous setting. So we see the colors, the fabrics. We see the church, the popes. They wear the reds. They wear the blues and the purples. And ooh, they're so pretty. Don't drop your children off there. And so you see how we find in the course of the church history that one of the deadliest marks of ecclesiastical corruption is the lust for temporal power. Purple and scarlet. That's where the colors of rulers were. Especially whether there was economic or political powers. And so we can see how the Roman prostitutes basically frequently they wore a headband with the name engraved upon it. And that was the name, you know, of, of, of what they were. And so they mixed that, and that's how the Catholic Church was born. Through murder, through harlotry, through power, through uh, kill, take, control, and give me. And you know what? Take the cross with you. Heck, <clears throat> even throw Jesus on there too. After all, he needed to die for our sins, right? And so one, one may think, oh, this guy's crazy. What is he talking about? Well, I'll tell you. You ever walk into a Catholic church and they tell you, you know, I, I, you know they, they have all these sacra sacraments, sacra sacraments, and 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 uh, now they're why now they're really in big big trouble, and so you know it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to go to church and be under control of a religious system. And then the power is the priest, and the, and the power, uh, you know, they could they say they could take away your sins, and they can't take away your sins. Don't be deceived, my friends. Only Jesus Christ can. So in the end times, we can see 
how this false religious system is set up and how Babylon is claiming its stake again, rising out of that deep cancerous bottomless pit saying, here I am. And it started through that church and God only knows how the Antichrist will come out of it. But it, it'll happen. And so we see where it says in verse nine, here, here is in, in verse eight, actually, it, you know, it's talking about the beast, which some think are the, are the Pope. But the beast you saw was and is not and will ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition, right? And those who dwell on the earth will marvel the names that are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world when they see the beast that was and is not and yet is. So it's coming. Mm-hmm. Here in my, here is the mind. Listen, verse 9, here is the mind which, which has wisdom. God's saying, you better wake up, man. Better quit taking them wafer cookies when you're in that church. You know, you better get off your knees and start getting on both knees, not one knee. God's saying, get out of that church and have a real relationship with Jesus Christ, not a filthy priest that thinks he could take his sins away. Because we're all sinners. Oh, that's mean. Well, don't listen to me. Turn me off. I don't mind. Listen. Verse 9 says, here is the mind which has wisdom. Do you have wisdom? The seven heads are the seven mountains on the seven hills. Get that. That's the Roman Catholic way, isn't it? And there are also seven kings. Five have fallen. One is. Another has not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. And the beast that was and is not and is, is himself also, also the eighth and his other seven and is going to perdition. Man, that's pretty simple. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received not no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. Verse 13 says, these are one, these are of one mind and they will give the, their power and authority, listen, to the beast. These will make war with the lamb and the lamb will overcome them for he is the Lord of lords and the king of kings. I'm not saying that the Catholic church is the devil, but boy, they seem like it. They seem like something ain't right. And, and those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. Verse 15 says, Then he said to me, The waters which you saw where the harlot sits are peoples, multitude, nations, and tongues. And the ten horns which you saw on the beast, these will hate the harlot and make her desolate and naked, eat her flesh and burn with her fire. fire. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be one mind, of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. And the woman whom you saw is the great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. And so we see the religious system getting ready to claim its victory. It's, it will grow to it. The ten horns will grow to hate Babylon, the harlot. As a result, they will expose then utterly destroy her since the deception is similar to God's judgment on Babylon. And it basically seems that 
you know, the beast in the end will be destroyed. But we see that the, the political aspect of Babylon, it turns to a religious aspect of Babylon. And we see that Babylon system leading people away from Jesus Christ. So let me, let me, let me, let me make it clear to you. We're living in the end where, where there's only one faithful church. The Bible talks about it. There's one faithful church, Philadelphia. It's called the Church of Philly. We don't see the Mormon church, the Jehovah Witness church. We don't see those cults, the Catholic church. We don't see, uh, you know, you can't bow down to Mary and worship Mary. We don't, we don't, we don't take a rosary and pray for the dead. The dead won't save you, okay? Oh, but I want to pray him out of purgatory. The Bible says out of the, out of the, out of the body present with the Lord, there is no purgatory. You're either for me or against me. Jesus says that, that you're going to die and be judged. We're all going to die, even myself. And I'm not, and I am not, and I am not putting down your Catholic church. I'm telling you to get out of it and have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You don't need the Catholic church. You need Jesus Christ in your heart. Only Jesus will heal you from the pain that you've endured from the Catholic church. Listen to me, believers. Christ loves you. Please do yourself a favor. Read the church history of the Catholic church. Read, uh, do me a favor. Non-believers out there, believers, pick up a book called The Two Babylons by Hyssop, H-I-S-L-O-P, Hislop. That's the author, Hislop. In this book, you will see the book of the two Babylons. You will see how the Catholic Church took December 25th and made it, it was, a, it was Tammuz. It was a pagan festival. And when Constantine came in, he eventually changed it to December 25th, Christmas. So that they wouldn't abandon their Babylonian worship. We see the Roman pagans, the Roman pagan government that's in Rome right now. We see them in the Vatican. We see the popes there hiding their dirty little filthy sins. We see what they're doing to the people. We can see now that the church is now unraveling the truth of what's really going on in the churches. It's paganism. You cannot pray for the dead. And so believers understand that Jesus Christ is over death. Jesus beat death. That church is based on paganism. Seven heads or seven mountains associate with seven mountains with Rome and the papacy because Rome is well known as the city on seven hills. Yet literally in Greek, the word means mountains, not hills. And so we see the Babylonian system and Roman Catholicism irresistible. We get it is flawed in the sense that there is no doubt that religious Babylon will incorporate a strong Roman Catholic element. But it'll be much bigger than Catholics. It'll be very bigger because the Pope will make a bizarre involvement and with somebody I don't know who, only God will reveal, but we will see Christ 
start to open up the books, and in the end, we start to see. Listen, Jesus Christ loves you, and you don't need, you, you need Jesus. Listen, believers, Jesus Christ can forgive your sins. Man don't, we don't need man. We have, our citizenship is in heaven. It says, brethren, join in the following, in my example. It says, and note that those who so walk in, so walk as you have us for a pattern for many walk of whom I have told you often. And now I tell you, even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly and whose glory is in their shame. Who set their mind on earthly things, for our citizenship is in heaven, for which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, and it may be confirmed into his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able to even subdue all things to himself. Listen, we don't need man, we have Jesus. We don't need a priest, we don't need a church, we have Christ. It says not to forsake the gathering in the church, but I wouldn't go in the Catholic church. Listen, believers, we don't need anybody but Christ. He will redeem us, set us free, and forgive us for our sins. We don't need a, we don't need a man. We, Jesus Christ paved the way for us. Yeah, it's funny how the Catholic church supports international human, uh, human, human uh, humanitarian laws that prohibit torture, you see. But back then they tortured Christians and believers. You know, it's unreal the things that the Inquisition history did. And it was a powerful office set up within Catholic Church to root out the punished and heresy throughout Europe and American beginning in the 12th century and, the, and continuing hundreds of years. And so we see the, 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 the uh, Inquisition infamous for the severity of its tortures and persecution of Jews. Oh, yeah, they got the Jews. Muslims, its worst manifestation was Spain. Yeah, oh yeah, where the Spanish Inquisition was. It dominated the force for more than 200 years, resulting in some 32,000 executions. Wow, what a holy church you are. The Inquisition has its origins in the earlier organization, persecution of non-Catholic Christians, religious in Europe, uh, in about 1184, Pope Lucius III sent bishops to southern France to track down heretics called Catharists. And it continued to the 14th century. They were brutal. Did you know during the same period, the church also per pursued Waldensons in Germany, in northern Italy in 1231? Yeah, Pope Gregory charged the Dominican and Franciscan orders to take over the job of tracking down heretics so they can burn them at stake. Crazy. Now you see the hardened on the beast here? You see it now? Oh, I, I see it. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, it's just getting started here. <laughs> oh, man. In 1307, the Inquisitors uh, were involved in the mass arrests and tortures of 15,000 Knights and Templars in France, resulting in a dozen executions. Joan of Arc, burned at the stake in 1431, is the most famous victim of this wing of the Inquisition. Convert or die. Convert, die, and fight. You see? Conversos. They were viewed with the suspicion by old, powerful Christian families. 
Conversos were blamed for, for a plague and accused of poisoning people's water and abducting Christian boys. So, what did they do to them? Uh, it's too disgusting to share with you on here. But it's it can go on and on. I mean, let's, we could talk about the Spanish Inquisition, believers. Pope Sextus. Well, what a what a what a name, huh? Yeah, that's probably why they did the things they do today. Hearing the complaints of conversos who fl- who who fl- had fled to Rome, Pope Sextus. That's S E X T U S. Proclaimed in the Spanish Inquisition was too harsh and was wrongly accusing conversos. In 1482, Sextus appointed to a council to take command of the Inquisition and basically torture. Confessions out. It's just, it goes on. We see the Roman Inquisition. We see Gallio, the trial of 1633, 1545. We see the New World Inquisition. We see the 1580 Spain and Portugal ruled. How they, they, it just goes on, believers. The dirty church, dirty church history. And it never stops. And so, you must understand that it came from a pagan system and this religious system Revelation 17 is not slander it's truth I see the beast coming out of that church Father we come before you Lord we thank you for this time that we can expose the dirty rotten cults and what they've done to people cannot even compare to what's going to happen in the future. Father, we, we ask, Lord, now that you just under, understand, Lord, that we love you, Father, and we know that you know that, Father. And so we, we, give, us, we give our love to you, Lord Jesus, and we pray for the church. We pray for you Catholics that are out there who are suffering under the church your religious system that you practice we pray for you we pray that you put away your holy water and get on your knees and read the bible understand that jesus christ wants to have a relationship with you not a uh, abuseful one we ask this in your name jesus amen god bless you guys and we'll see you next week on revelation 18